0: Welcome back to uh, Drudging Nerd Culture.
1: I'm Ollie. (laughs) And I'm Jess. Uh, So this week we're talking about a show that we uh, were watching called Tokyo Revengers. Uh, We're watching the dub, so we actually haven't finished the whole thing because the dub isn't all out yet for season one. Uh, But we figured, who cares? Let's just talk about it.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, But before then... Something I did uh, listen to this week was talking about uh, a little something funny. And I want to share with everybody. So, some dumb shit I heard this week. Uh, In case no one was aware, apparently there's a common issue in superhero movies that keeps coming up. Uh, In multiple filmings of Superman movies, there have been uh, costume and directorial discussions between producers and costume uh, directors and whatnot regarding uh, the size of Superman's dickle. They, uh, f- in multiple movies, in multiple incarnations, have had this argument because once you put a man in some skin tight <laughs> spandex or what have you, you start to see some dick. And uh, to to fix that, to, so the actors don't have to show off their dingling on the big screen, uh, they usually put a cod piece in the costumes, which leads the which means that the costume director can essentially de- decide how big they want Superman's dick to look, and a. Uh, Apparently, across multiple iterations, this argument has come up between producers and costume directors uh, of just how massive, how ding dang big should Superman's dick be. <laughs> and uh, apparently, this was uh, one of the bigger discussions of this was done a long, a long while ago. Maybe I think it was uh, the Reeves Superman, or maybe even before then. Uh, because the producer wanted Superman to just have a pff, a cannon, <laughs> a cannon for a dick. Uh, meanwhile, the costume director said, "No, that is unacceptable." And apparently, the argument came up again uh, just a few years ago, or like I think almost a decade ago now. Uh, when what's that guy's name? Something Ruth Brandon Ruth.
0: You got me. If it's if it's about your DC comic comics, um, oh. I'm not I'm not really sure. I've learned a little bit through the years through you, but um, Mabel, but
1: uh, I forgot his name. But the he he played Superman in Superman Returns, and he was also in uh, DC's uh, Legends of Tomorrow as uh, the Atom. And apparently, the argument of how big Superman's dingaling should be. Uh, resurfaced with him when he was playing Superman because apparently he has a pretty sizable dick and they're like well maybe that's a little too big for Superman <laughs> so they tried to fit a cod piece that made it, his penis look smaller and that's good for him
0: <laughs> why okay he's Superman right he's a superman. Why? why try to um, decrease his dingle size because <laughs> Mabel, um, because it's going to be, uh, he's like perfect, right? Basically, he's like, pe- people in Metropolis basically worship him.
1: Oh, oh cats.
0: <laughs> Mabel pushed a book off the table. Okay, classic Mabel walk away. Cats. Um, so people yep. <laughs> <laughs> reboot people basically uh worship him in metropolis like a god mm-hmm. cuz he is a human Oh, well, he mm. looks like a human but he is you know super and everything he does um what like what, Superman is super in everything he does except he's pretty average in the sack. See
1: like was,
0: did they did they feel
1: I think I think it's important that Superman have a moderate to small Make him penis. more
0: relatable.
1: Because exactly. <laughs> he's already this godlike figure. If he has a just a monster of a penis, yeah. that's not that's just not relatable.
0: The men of Metropolis won't be able to relate.
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, so that, that issue has come up. Multiple times throughout the years regarding Superman's dick.
0: That's so weird.
1: And I think that's just a wonderful little story that people should know. That every time you see Superman on screen, someone somewhere has had to decide how big should his dick look.
0: It makes <sighs> me wonder about other superheroes.
1: I mean, it has to come up with all of them. I'm assuming if they have that kind of costume, maybe not with like uh, like Green Arrow, who's just wearing like full leather. Uh, yeah. I don't know, maybe the actor brought it up. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: He's uh, like, can we uh, increase my <laughs> presence?
1: Uh, uh, speaking of uh, actors, though, and regarding this uh, penis, penile subject, uh, I also heard a little something in this topic regarding <laughs> Willem the uh, our good old green goblin. So apparently, Willem the is endowed by all of the gods. <laughs>
0: He is. He is. The God's favorite. Uh,
1: for supposedly, legend has it, that this man has a penis so large that during one of the filming of one of his movies, the director had to call in a body double for a, a nude scene.
0: I think it, it is very possible it was um, Saints. Saints? Saints.
1: Maybe. Saints Row?
0: It's not Saints Row. <laughs> um... Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints. Thank you. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. (laughs) You're thanking yourself.
1: I am thanking myself. Thank you. (laughs) But but yeah, apparently he, during one of his movies, had a a nude scene in which the profile, the shadow, something of his penis was visible. And the director thought that it looked so large that it looked unrealistic. (laughs) 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 <laughs> the the legend has it that it was so big that they called in a body double with a more moderate penis.
0: Okay, I, I want a question, a question. I I I want to put a question out into the world. Um, do you have to audition to be a body double? Because then they,
1: <laughs> they they just didn't... Did uh, like I a.
0: Look, ooh, I just noticed myself in the camera, and I look like I have glowing eyes in a certain certain view. Anyway,
1: I like it. You're like a anime villain when you hint your glasses up. There's a little. can <laughs> do it in a
0: fancier way.
1: Perfect. Uh,
0: um, but but yeah, did, did he have to audition and like whip out his dingling and like mildly mildly uh like uh, HR issue like? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. They did a police lineup and just had like 10, 15 guys just dicks out, and then they walked around and just had Willem Dafoe next to him, like, mm, no, mm, no, no, mm, no, yes.
0: Yeah, just, like, <laughs> wear really tight pants when you come into this audition.
1: Maybe they compared to, like, by butt. Like, all right, whose ass looks most like Willem Dafoe? All right, you're... you're you're.
0: Yeah, let's see the shadow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: but, I mean, it makes sense. He, he, he looks like a guy who would have a big schlong.
1: It's because he has uh, the attitude of, like, like, I've heard him in interviews where he's very, like, committed to the craft of acting in a way that's just, like, very... Uh, it's very honorable. It's just, like, I think acting is amazing, and I think it's a hard thing to do. And was, he was enamored by it, and, he like, he goes all in to the point where it's a little, like, that's he doesn't really care, like, uh, about his fame or whatever. He just kind of does his thing. So to have a low ego like that, where you're just more about your craft than you are yourself... I mean, you gotta be—you got to be given a gift for having that sort of controlled wow, ego. Wow, he's,
0: he's real humble. Let's,
1: uh... <laughs> <laughs> let's strap a monster to him. Let's give this man a triumph out of a body. Uh, so, yeah, that's something I heard this week. I hope you all enjoy the fact that Willem Dafoe has a massive dong-along. <laughs> uh,
0: all right, you want to get into it?
1: Let's get into it. Uh, okay. So, Tokyo Revengers. Mm-hmm. Uh... As far as I can tell, it's a newer anime uh, regarding time-traveling delinquency and v- slice-of-life romance. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the genre, right?
0: Um, it's If you haven't figured it out, yeah, it's an anime. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: it's definitely
0: an anime. <laughs> it's an anime. Um, we started watching it. When we, when I was a little bored of everything else we were watching at the moment. So I turned on Tokyo Revengers because it sounded. Just by the name, it was like, okay, this might be a little fun. Um, and we don't normally watch like slice of life sort of things. And that's kind of what it like, it appeared to be. Maybe a little action or whatever. Um, and as we started, to me at first it seemed a little weird not really (laughs) not really my style um not really sure if i liked it or not and then i watched another episode and i was like well i mean it's okay watch another episode (laughs) and like i found myself actually weirdly caring about these time traveling well it's only the one but only the one time travels but uh, all, all of these weirdly, like, edgy, punk, like, uh, greaser Japanese gang boys and their female companions. And I was sucked in.
1: Yeah. And, uh...
0: Sucked into the motorcycle gang life in 90s Japan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the, the funny thing is that, like, it really has, like... Like they they get into it very quickly in terms of here's what we're about, but the, uh, <clears throat> the 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 investment that you get from it, like the the draw in, it takes a minute because that first episode I could not care at all about anyone.
0: Yeah, it ended <laughs> and we were just kind of like, okay,
1: that, that was a that thing. Was,
0: that was strange. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that happened, uh, but then within like an episode or two, uh, I was just kind of like. Into the characters, like, I really wanted to see them succeed or survive at the very least. I wanted to see where that was going, and uh, you get you really get to enjoy the characters and see them change a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main character is weird. The main character is extremely odd.
0: Yes. So uh, to clarify, we are watching the dubbed. So uh, we are not finished with it. Um, we are at episode sixteen, which I believe is the like the whole first season. I could be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> um, and yeah, the main character Takamichi, or Takamichi, as he is called, as he is given the nickname once he time travels back in, into the past. Um, he is what he what, it doesn't really say how old he is, like twenty seven ish. Yeah,
1: twenty four to twenty seven somewhere yeah. in that range. Um,
0: he time travels back into the past, and he's. When this happens, he has no idea what's going on. He's very surprised by it. And in his, you know, present life, he's kind of a, kind of a loser. Like, he has his own apartment and a job and whatever. But he, you know, he's really sloppy. His apartment is full of trash. He doesn't do anything but watch TV all day. When he goes to work, he, you know, doesn't really do a very good job. Like, he doesn't really care Um, has, doesn't really have any motivation, it seems like. Um, he really, um, right before he time travels, he's thinking about, you know, what he's done with his life and his accomplishments, and the things he thinks of are, man, I'm still a virgin, (laughs) and, uh, my only girlfriend was in middle school, and he, like, dwells on her, and it's a little weird. Yeah. Uh he time travels. And he, he meets up with her again. And even though he's back in his, you know, 12-year-old body, he is still, like, he, you know, has his mentality and his experience of, a, like, a 25-year-old. And he immediately is, like, blushing and is, like, in love with her again. And it's like, I understand... And, like, you are 12 again, but not really.
1: Yeah, well, here, so it's
0: a little <laughs> weird if you think about it.
1: It's a little weird if you think about it. I, I okay, let's be honest. In terms of anime, it's not the weirdest.
0: No. They're I doing mean, fine. What is it, like, No Game, No Life, where she literally just is horny for her brother?
1: Yeah. As, I, <laughs>
0: there's
1: that vampire yeah, one there's... where they're also siblings.
0: You know, I don't want to talk about that, because when I was in middle school, (laughs) I loved Vampire Night. I loved it until I read, like, the last two issues of the manga, and I was so utterly disappointed, because I was like, okay, I know this wasn't what we're talking about, but we are now. Um, But the main character in Vampire Night, she goes to this school that is you know, for humans and vampires because, like, vampires are a part of society, whatever, okay? Um, and she's really into the most popular boy, you know, of course, but he's a vampire and whatever, and they start to have a thing, and she has this other human friend boy whose name is Zero, I believe, and everybody kind of roots for Zero because, you know, he's, like, the cool, edgy friend, whatever. I liked him better. Um, but then she gets with the popular vampire boy who turns out to be her secret brother of course (laughs) of course like okay i'm all for a good twist but that's not that's (laughs) definitely not the (laughs) twist i was looking for
1: yeah and again don't don't get us wrong uh we're we're talking about anime specifically but there are plenty of uh, american uh stories of the same thing uh what's that thing we were reading a while ago
0: Oh <laughs> this is notorious for um subtle and also not so subtle uh incest. incest. Um the Mortal Instruments Yes, by, yes uh, Oh good god Cassandra Clare. um i also loved these books (laughs) when i was in high school um they're angsty they're perfect for a high schooler they're angsty you know you've got the angsty boys you've got the angsty girl who realizes she's like special has a destiny and you want to be her you know (laughs) um and then there's a lot of just back and forth is he my brother should i actually be in love with him she's my sister i can't love her but i do love her and then it's like you're actually not brother and sister okay we'll be in love and then her actual brother shows up and is in love with her and it's like okay guys um <laughs> i thought we were over this yeah there's, so, yeah point there's,
1: is regardless of your culture and background
0: don't do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this, is a, this shouldn't be a thing that we have to talk about <laughs> but luckily uh tokyo avengers despite having a couple weird things is on the best side of this we're just like
0: eh. yeah oh um step siblings is a gateway drug to <laughs> <fun sex. laughs> i thought it was a good comment so i wanted to say it before we moved on fair enough i'm proud of myself i'm um, proud of you
1: too <laughs> Uh
0: forward on forward on
1: uh so despite the fact that you know it's a little weird that he's all crushed up on his on his uh, middle, school, middle school middle school sorry middle school girlfriend
0: that's the thing japan loves middle school
1: i think it's because uh from what i understand the there for in, in in united states in, in our culture it goes Elementary, middle school, high school, every single time, no matter what. Yeah. There are a few people who, you know, eject themselves from that pipeline, but that is kind of the way it goes. And eventually some go just to work or into the college realms, whatever.
0: I know Japan has a different, like, levels mm-hmm. and stuff, but.
1: But I think, it, I think it's because in Japan, like, you know, there's no guarantee that you're going to go to high school. There, you have to pass entrance exams. You have to do all this stuff. You have to be accepted to go into that. So, like, level.
0: high school is like college, yeah, basically there, and college is like university, uh, your, your master's degree,
1: exactly. You're going beyond <laughs> hey, your
0: PhD, Uh
1: which not really, but whatever. Who cares? Like, it's 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 as close as we get to like that same to yeah. that parallel. So,
0: in that sense, I guess it, yeah, it makes sense because like. Middle school is like your youth; you don't have to worry about things. Mm-hmm. When here, it's like high school is our youth, where we don't have to really worry about things. Eh, I get it; it just it's, makes it weird because they're littler. Yeah, they're twelve. Our hero heroines and heroes are are twelve, and they're in they're in like love triangles, and <laughs> they're you know in love with twenty five year olds, and they're yeah they're in harems, and it's just weird. It's a little weird, Japan. <laughs> it's a little weird. But there are a lot of things you can say are weird about over here, too. Sure. Like the incest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, part of part of what makes uh, that more palatable, as well as just being more interesting uh, for me, is that I think that in this story, it makes a lot more sense because the character himself is a character that is stunted in, in his development. Like, in his, he's... I think he's 24, because he can only go back 12 years, and then he comes back he's 12 again, right? Yeah,
0: that so makes sense.
1: I think he's 24. Uh, he acts like a child. And when he goes back in time, like he's barely more mature than anyone there. So it seems like shortly after this time period in his life is when he stopped maturing. He wasn't able to move on and become a, a more uh, really developed person and seeing how he reacts being sent back and being a child again uh feels uh i don't know organic it feels like uh like i i yell at the screen like come on you're a 24 year old man do something say something you're you're better than this but like he's not he's a child still.
0: and i mean if i were suddenly thrown back into my 12 year old body well one i'd be severely (laughs) depressed and sad um (laughs) But I think there would be some sort of, uh, I don't know, uh, regression, I guess. Because, you know, you're 12 again. Like, you might have been <clears throat> 22. Uh, I'm 22 years old.
1: you 22 years old. <laughs> yep.
0: Um, uh, you might have been 26 years old uh, <laughs> one day. And then, you know here you are 12, you should be able to make 26-year-old decisions and choices. Uh, but I feel like because you are 12 years old, people around you are going to treat you still like you're 12. And because you are physically in a 12-year-old's body, I feel like you're just going to – there is going to be like a regression.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, it makes a lot of sense.
0: Like I would, I would go to middle school probably and be like, oh, hey, that's the – bro that i liked in sixth grade oh god i don't know know. and it would be like i don't know it'd be nostalgic it would bring back all those emotions and feelings and stuff and i don't know okay i kind of get it if i think about it real hard and try but
1: (laughs) (laughs) you you can make sense of it it feels organic enough Mm -hmm. um but that that is also the central point of our story is that in in the first episode uh he finds out that she died in a weird gang related incident. Mm-hmm. And then, in the moment of his presumed death as he's about to be crushed by a train for some reason, uh, he gets sent back to the past and goes on a mission to try and, you know, figure yeah. shit out and maybe save his ex-girlfriend, yeah, which honestly is pretty noble. despite the fact that he's being a little creepy about it, <laughs> yeah. sometimes it's still just like, she's not gonna get with me but like i really do want to save her life
0: yeah so like instead of being thrown back into the past and like you know what i'm gonna maybe fix things up for myself a little bit in the future he's like nah man i'm gonna go save my middle school girlfriend (laughs) (laughs) which i mean in turn does make his life a lot more exciting yes and he gets more friends and he learns more about the friends he does have and that's pretty cool
1: yeah, and there are moments where he goes back to the future, and back to the past, and back to the future, and so on and so forth.
0: I'm sorry. Um, the way he does it is ridiculous.
1: Fucking <laughs> stupid is what it is. So this this kid, this guy, uh, the first time he goes back to the future, uh, he he's talking to his love interest little brother, right? Yeah. And he tells his little brother, hey, your sister dies this day, this time, because of this reason. You need to stop it. And luckily for him, his, this kid was, like, six years old. <laughs> so he's, he's willing to take this bullshit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> he remembers like,
1: it. Oh, no, he ingrains it into his soul.
0: If I was, like, six years old and I met somebody who was like, hey, people you love are going to die in 12 years, I'd be like, oh, God, okay. So he's like this is kind of weird and strange but okay the day would come and I would panic
1: mm-hmm. so but yeah he he, he, he tattooed that like m- warning on his soul and he dedicated his life to preventing it <laughs> so he became a cop he became like a really good one too like he, he's a uh, great investigator
0: he's, investiga- an, <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. an
1: investigator damn and uh, unfortunately wasn't able to stop her from dying uh, but then we go back to the present when he shakes the little kid's hand and apparently that's jettison sim back to the present
0: you messed up there
1: what are you talking about
0: <laughs> you said you said we go back to the present or we yeah we're at the present Whoa. he shakes a six years old hand and he goes back to the present
1: My bad. you can't be in the present
0: and then go back to the present
1: you know what? He's in the past. Shakes the kid's hand after giving him a horrifying warning, and then he gets punted back to the present. There you go. <laughs> uh, in the in and in that moment, uh, the kid from the past is now a grown man who janks him away from the train and saves his life. Which I didn't really think about in the first episode because like, oh, okay, cool. This is weird. Moving on. But as episodes progress and they talked about time travel a little more, I realized he created a stable time loop in that one moment when he was about to die. So, like, none of the the time travel in this makes negative sense. Oh, no.
0: Um, The time travel makes no sense because things happen that should have changed, but don't, and then things that shouldn't have changed do, and, like, he gets um, blasted back into the present, and he, like, doesn't have memories of the things that have changed which i guess like like kind of makes sense because he was in the past and like whatever but you you would think that like your person
1: would would have
0: those memories like you'd get back to the present and you'd be like oh man things have changed you know but here's the thing at least, at but- least some you would you would know somehow <laughs> somehow
1: but here's the thing they, they've also made a uh, thing that we all know as a uh, about this character because in the first episode he went back in time just 12 years saw his best friends that he like spent time with and did all this stuff with and he was like who the fuck are these people where am i what's going on well
0: he was confused sure he, he, he remembered he was like oh yeah yeah these I'm, are my friends I'm when just, I was twelve.
1: I'm just saying, I think I'd remember like I'd be yeah. confused but Especially I'd remember since
0: the the event that happened seemed to be a pretty freaking big deal yeah. in their middle school career. Yeah, it was
1: hugely traumatic. And they
0: got beat up and they had to like basically become slaves to this older middle school kid gang. <laughs> Slightly older um, middle
1: school gang.
0: Like <laughs> it made their middle school career awful. They were bullied they were miserable. How do you not remember? How do you not remember that?
1: Yeah, so, in and with that being in mind, maybe whenever he goes to the present, the issue is that he just has horrible fucking memory. He just remembers bad
0: shit. memory, yeah. Uh,
1: so that, I mean, that really, he, he does
0: make questionable decisions.
1: Mm-hmm. Whenever he's not in control of his younger self, his younger self acts like somehow a worse 12-year-old.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean... <coughs> He probably just acts like a regular twelve-year-old. I guess. Because when he is his twenty-four-year-old self, he still acts a little bit more mature and a little grown up, even though he's, you know, compared to other twenty-four-year-olds, <laughs> uh, is not. Um, yeah. So.
1: Yeah, what you're gonna do? Uh, but then the rest the rest of the show. Uh, oh, I didn't finish talk about the weird time travel thing. And this happens in the second episode, so it's barely a fucking spoiler. Deal with it. Uh, he's saved by the detective investigator boy. And he's just like, hey, I've been studying. I know everything about these gangs. I know everything about uh, this nonsense. I think you can only try and travel exactly to the date 12 years ago from the day today. So, So uh, you need to send you back so you can fix this and that. You can stop these two people from meeting each other to stop the gang from blah, 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 blah. You're talking
0: really fast. You ah. might want to slow down a little. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and like he's got all of this stuff figured out and then and to me i'm, I'm at this point i'm like okay okay i got it you've really gone into it And he's like you're making a bit of a leap saying you can only go back 12 years but like that's the only you only have one data point suggesting this is possible so like it makes enough sense based on that one inf- <laughs> instance but then he's like also the time you went into the present well, the time you came back to the present was when you shook my hand as a child and I think that means that the way to send you back to the past is for you to shake my hand again.
0: And it works, which makes it seem like the detective has also some sort of weird magic power.
1: Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. Why? Also, why would you assume that?
0: Because it's, it's really the only connection you can make.
1: I guess I I assume, I would have personally as as a watcher as an observer I my thought was oh he 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 made a decision that changed the future which is why he got sent back to the pa- back to the present. Yes.
0: You know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> this anime itself can be a little confusing and a little a little wonky here and there. Um but it's really good.
1: Yeah. Uh but, but yeah that, that's kind of the time travel nonsense there mm-hmm. but the, the the core of this is really the characters yes. and uh some of the best ones are uh his little red-haired friend forgot his name Akun Yeah Akun purple hair His hair is red
0: Excuse me
1: <laughs> Okay we're not we're not going to argue about hair color <laughs> I'm not good with colors apparently uh. God, where is it? Anyways, hold on. That's red. <laughs> that is red. I was right. It's uh, like
0: burgundy. It's like a reddish purple.
1: It's maroon. Ollie. <laughs> that's a dark red. You found the one, the one picture out of dozens. No, <laughs> I'm not
0: saying you're wrong. I'm saying it's, it does have purple in it. What it's th- a purpley red color.
1: Well, fine, whatever. I wasn't wrong.
0: <laughs> Those glasses are red. That's not red.
1: That's more of a blood orange.
0: Oh my God.
1: Uh <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, like the the characters are, are, are actually quite lovely. That's it's the best part of the show is uh, trying to see <laughs> the characters change and avoid their their horrible future fates. Yeah. You see Akun in the future in, in two different iterations, in which he's one, such a
0: good boy,
1: <laughs> such a nice boy. And one iteration he's very sad. The other yeah. iteration he... less sad, still doesn't go great.
0: Yeah, 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 and like. And- as as he's going through these different, you know, situations, he realizes, oh man, I gotta save Hina, my middle school girlfriend, but also, um, my- this this like <laughs> middle school gang boss, and also my friend. He, like, there's so many people now that he just he wants to save.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's it's becoming this really intricate web of. Of like a butterfly effect, uh like literally like the movie, not just the butterfly effect itself. Shout
0: out to Ashton Kutcher.
1: Hey there, Kutcher. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 really mirroring that movie's uh whole point of like making a making one change, keep changing things and things keep getting worse or changing <laughs> in unexpected ways, and it seems like that's that that seems like the direction they might be going down. Of. Mm-hmm. He's going to, at some point in the story... Again, we don't, we're watching the dub, so we have we don't know what the ending is. So we can't spoil that for you.
0: Yeah. We can spoil... I mean, I guess the, the first... Episode 1 through 16. Which we haven't
1: spoiled anything. Just other than things aren't great in the present. Which, yes. go figure. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it seems like the direction they're going in is going to be something along the same lines. Of like, hey, you made a choice. Things have gone in a direction. And you have to either accept it. Or... Not and maybe change it again and leave it as it was before. Who knows? But I'm excited to see kind of how they go with that because uh, that is the the butterfly effect is uh, a very interesting movie in and of itself. And the choices they made, I I I liked it. I thought it was interesting. But I would excited to see how an anime decides to go with that. Yeah. Because anime decides all sorts of dumb shit that <laughs> <laughs> makes zero sense.
0: Yeah.
1: So who knows?
0: Yeah. I uh because of the time traveling and you know the the opening the opening songs and the ending songs in anime give away a lot. They put they put clues in there. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> So, my prediction um is that eventually Takamichi, the main character, he will either create not create because it's already a gang, but he will change the fate of this gang and he will either become the leader of this gang and be the <laughs> reason why Hina dies,
1: oh, be good. or
0: he'll just he'll he'll become the leader and be like, you know what, uh, <laughs> this uh, is good enough,
1: it's how we just save the or, um, or this town,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. <sighs>
1: Or it could just go in a completely different direction and become a weird uh, time travel action anime where it's just like, uh, ah, yeah. the fate of the world is at the stake. <laughs> now there's multiple characters that can time travel and things are getting all messed up.
0: <laughs> I think I would like it if it would, you know, obviously have all of these dramatic ups and downs and take us on this crazy, you know, adventure. But in the end, Takamichi has to realize, you know what? I have to let it play out the way it's supposed to mm-hmm. the very first time it happened. She's going to die. Akun (laughs) may or may not make me cry. (laughs) And uh, be very sad boy. Um, But it is the way things are meant to be. And if I change those things, um, things are just going to get messy and not work. This is, you know, uh, fate. Whether you believe in it or not, you know, that's basically what I think would be.
1: i think i I think it'd be
0: nice
1: it'd be uh, satisfying
0: yeah because i mean it would be like a a, 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 kind of like a relatable thing like things happen in life that are kind of crappy and you really badly wish it could you could change it but like sometimes that's just the way life is and that's the way you gotta roll with it or like you know you made those decisions now you gotta Accept that responsibility and like take the punches. Um, but yeah. yeah,
1: Uh It's about time to wrap up. So let me ask you before we go: Who's your favorite character?
0: Um, mm, that's a hard one. Cause as it went on, I developed a few favorites. <laughs> I do like his little gaggle of friends very much. They're so dumb. <laughs> Um, I love them very much. Uh, Akun is, definitely has a special place in my heart because of everything that happens. And because, like, he's the leader of the friend group, um, eventually he becomes more of, like, just the best friend because, you know, it, the other guy's time traveling and messing with stuff. Um, but Akun is a beautiful boy who just wants to be a hairdresser. And, um, he's got a beautiful pompadour. <laughs> and I love him very much. Um, but Mikey and Draken, Draken, the heads of the Toman gang, which is the gang in the future who has gone bad and, like, you know, a- accidentally, maybe on purpose, killed Hina. Um, yeah, there's a little
1: bit of mystery in it, too.
0: Yeah. um, They are pretty dope, actually. Draken, they're also middle school boys, except for, you know, Drakken has a head tattoo. Don't worry about it. Um, Which he got when
1: he was an even younger child.
0: These 13-year-olds have neck tattoos and head tattoos. Don't worry about it. They're driving motorcycles around. Who cares? They don't have a curfew. Their parents don't care, obviously. They're smoking and drinking and getting tattoos. Um, But anyway, I really do like Drakken. Um, He's, you know, the stereotypical punk-like... Mm-hmm. I don't know, cool anime guy. Yeah. And Mikey is just—he's cool. He kicks good.
1: He kicks good. I—I <laughs> <laughs> I, I think but I'm partial to Draken myself.
0: Draken. Draken. Draken.
1: draken. uh Just
0: God. You <laughs> live
1: and I think I'm partial to, to Draken because
0: sounds like you're saying dragon that's
1: what it means
0: it's, but it's not dragon it's, it's dra- draken. Draken.
1: anyways i'm partial to draken because uh despite all the despite the fact that they're, they're all i think dracans might be the oldest he's like 14 16 <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. or 14 <laughs>
0: the oldest of them is 14
1: uh, some around there uh He's a lot he's infinitely more mature than anyone else in that group, and that's not saying much. He's still a fucking child. oh yeah, <laughs> but like horrible things happen to some some of the people and some of the f- friends members, and you know whatever else. And he understands like hey, we we need to we need to do things. We can do whatever we want. We can be wild gangsters, but we have to have a certain level of respect for our fellow man. <laughs> like we have to understand like, hey we, what we did here hurt people it caused this and we have to accept that and pay for it in some way
0: Mm -hmm. he's a very mature 14 year old in some aspects in
1: some aspects of course uh and it it all stems back to like his character like he grew up in a a wild situation which is how he managed to get you know a head tattoo at the age of like 11
0: yeah
1: (laughs) but whatever uh it's still I find that to be a very interesting character just because I've always enjoyed characters who seem uh, who have clearly aged before their time, like they didn't have the chance to really be the 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 kind of child they would have liked to be. Mm-hmm. And you can see that in Draken, just like it, with how goofy he gets and how stupid he gets with Mikey and all this other stuff. Like he's still very childish, but then when something very bad happens, he he is clearly the the moral and more. Uh, socially conscious voice in the group. And, and I like that. It just, yeah. It's just very nice. Despite the fact that there's also a 24-year-old man in the group. But whatever. He
0: is secretly.
1: Secretly 24.
0: Secretly he's 24.
1: I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, but it, it's, it's very nice. I, so I think he's my favorite just because uh, there's there's a lot with this character that I enjoy.
0: Yeah. Um. It's, it's just going back to the age thing. It's wild how... They're so young, so much happens in this anime (laughs) that when you watch it, you forget they're 12 and you think, oh yeah, they're like in their 20s or maybe even in their 30s (laughs) because like there's, you know, the Takamichi almost gets boned. He wakes up and there's a half naked woman on him and people are getting murdered, like literally stabbed and murdered. Um,
1: and that's in the, in the past. That's what they're They candies. are,
0: they're burgling. <laughs> Baby
1: they burgling. Be
0: <laughs> they're burglin. motorcycles. They're drinking, they're smoking, they're swearing, they're, like, talking about sex. And it's, well, uh, 12-year-olds talk about sex. But they're, like, talking about it like they've slept with a thousand women and or men. And it's just, it's like, you can tell it's like a... 30-year-old person who is living vicariously through these 12-year-old fictional characters. (laughs) And it's like they really wish they had lost their virginity at 12. They (laughs) really wish they had been able to get a head tattoo. And they really wish their parents would have let them stay out until midnight, drinking and smoking with friends and getting laid.
1: (laughs) Maybe so. Uh, Yeah, because I I looked into a little bit about just like Japanese youth culture uh, in terms of like gangs and that sort of thing. And apparently there was a pretty wild and massive uh gang culture in the 70s to 90s like uh custom motorcycle gangs people kids robbing and just beating the shit out of people just for no fucking reason and like it got real bad and apparently that's calmed down but there's other shit going on apparently uh japan has a pretty gnarly uh youth violence thing going on where the I forgot the name, the word that they use to refer, in the documentary to refer to it, but uh, it refers to just like snapping, like exploding or whatever. Like uh, the idea is that these kids are under so much pressure that eventually they just explode and literally stab people.
0: Yeah, I mean, you you hear about like grown men in Japan like throwing themselves out of the buildings because like they're, they're like dying standing on the subway or whatever. There's just you know. It's like work, 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 work. Succeed. You have to succeed, and then you know it's a lot of stress, a lot of pressure, yeah. and then you just die. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, so maybe the the youth gang culture isn't you know like this anymore. But this seems like it might just be a slight, if not moderate, hopefully, hopefully, moderate exaggeration of what it, what youth gang culture was like in Japan in the in the eighties and nineties, which still seems freaking wild. Yeah. Like, I I listened to a documentary about this earlier today, and just, like, some of the stories, like, yeah, the, these 14-year-olds picked a random person on their bike, beat them with a baseball bat, and killed them. And I'm like, and they're, they're 13 or 14 years old. And just wild stories. I'm like, ah, I don't understand.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a lot. And, I mean, weird stuff like that happens here, too, but it's... It's weird to think that, like, they dress up like greasers. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's I, I just... Yeah. Anyway. Um, we're not done yet.
1: You're right, you're right. That's enough of Tokyo Revengers. Fun anime. You guys should watch it. It's full of weird, and it's very character-driven, and it's interesting, and I, I do definitely recommend it. If you're willing to, you know, power through an episode or two, you'll get... Uh, Invested in the characters. And uh, now that that's done. It's time for some bird facts.
0: Uh, So our bird fact of the day. Is about a bird. Called the nightjar. So. Those aren't real. uh, Shut up Ollie. Just let me. uh, (laughs) Let me live. My (laughs) best life. Okay. Okay. So nightjar, has approximately 70 species, and forms the principal family of the order Caprimulgiformes. Right, right. Bird experts listening to this. I doubt there are any, but will be so ashamed of me. The related families, Nyctibidae, Nyctibidae, uh, anyway, you don't need to know about that, that's not important. um, <clears throat> They catch prey in short flights from perches rather than in sustained flight, and in America sometimes they are called goat suckers or night hawks. That one wasn't as exciting as last time with the pigeon milk, but they're not all going to be exciting, you know. Sometimes when you learn something, you gotta you gotta stick out the boring stuff too. <laughs>
1: It, it isn't exciting bird facts it's just bird facts yes,
0: we never thought it was, was going to
1: be a party <laughs> uh, anyways thank you all for listening I hope you guys watch Tokyo Revengers and tell us what you think about it we'll see you next time
0: bye Bye-bye. bye